Okay, in three, two, one. From AK Sci at SciHu, a show about students, entrepreneurs, and professionals from all industries and the stories behind their journeys. I'm Lonica. And I'm Michael. And on today's show, we have a very special alumni of AK Sci, David Yao. David graduated from Brew College, majoring in advertising and marketing communications in spring 2019. He joined Alpha Kappa Psi in 2016, part of the Kappa class, and held previous positions as professional director and president. He is currently an assistant account executive at McCann. Welcome to the podcast, David. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, so how's a grad, how's post-grad life like so far? Post-grad life has been kind of decent, you know? Um, I have a job, so things are working out. Yeah, we didn't really expect to be in the middle of a pandemic, and I worked longer working from home than actually being in an office, but it's been, it's been interesting. Yeah, so uh, I know that you held a lot of internships in the past, and marketing could be, the recruiting cycles could be, like, very, very interesting, because there's no real, yeah. like, recruiting cycle to it, right? Yeah, I mean... Depends, but I would say for sure it's not as structured or as cyclical as um, accounting or finance. Mm-hmm. There is no fellowship you can do that leads into a summer internship that leads into a full time after. It's really you know a free for all. I would say you know we all find our find our ways to make it work. Yeah. So how do you think like your I guess like your experiences from your previous internships kind of help you land this full time role at McCann? Mm, I would say it all really just laddered up in terms of. You know, having my first internship, put myself on a map, got some skills to showcase during interviews and different fellowships and my different roles. It just, you know, accum- my skills accumulated, my experience accumulated. I met more people, my network expanded. And as such, I had more to speak to when it came to interview time. So I would say all of them in some way kind of had an impact on my future career or current career rather. Did you have like any significant internship experience that you want to talk a little bit more about? Yeah, for sure. Like any favorite ones or like any like funny stories you might have? Any stories? Mm, I think I have like two, right? So like my first internship was my freshman year, second semester. And I got it on a whim. So essentially, this was actually through another organization on campus. And the president at the time of that org um, was leaving his current position. And he basically just sent an email blast to everyone within the club. And I was like, hey, you know, if anyone wants a referral or, you know, wants to connect, please let me know. And I was just randomly on my email at the time and saw that. And I was like really desperate for a job. You know, I had no experience. So I reached out to him. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm interested. And he put me in touch with the recruiter. I um, went in for an interview. They liked me, even though I really had no prior experience besides my high school clubs and stuff like that. And they kind of threw me a bone, I think, especially since I was like a freshman. They were kind of looking for a sophomore. And it was an unpaid internship, so that did suck. I did get stipend, which is great. But I think overall, unpaid internships don't really get the best rep. But for me, at least it gave me a lot of confidence. Oh, hey, I can actually do this type of job. And I have experience now that's actually relevant. And I think in in a way, that really puts you forward. So for me, it's not really a funny story, but it was just really like my first big break within the marketing industry. And I would say my second internship story would be my, before my current job, I was at a company called RGA. And I think that was just a really, really great experience because I loved my team members or my fellow interns, interns rather. I love my manager. I think I learned a lot and it was just really, it was just a great experience because it really kind of showed me what the advertising industry specifically would be like at a very competitive and high level agency. So 
It was really cool. Yeah, I remember visiting you when you were uh, intern at RGA over the summer. Oh, that office is so <laughs> no, beautiful. No, it's true. It's true. It was honestly like beautiful. we had like TVs everywhere. It was just like a really cool place, and it was like an open floor plan. So, um, that may have not been the best thing for like meetings and stuff like that, but it was just really cool because you kind of see everyone and everyone's kind of like collaborative and all that. So, beautiful space. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, nah, it was sick. It's like, I remember like when I visited you and you're like, yo, that's like the CEO. And then he's just like casually walking by like just the interns and saying yeah. that stuff and things like that. Like, I think like that type of culture is just amazing. Like I, I right. haven't experienced it. It was definitely, that. I mean, it's still corporate, but it's not as, you know, suit heavy corporate as I'd say like the financial industry and stuff like that. So definitely pretty dope. For sure, for sure. Nah, you, you didn't even see anyone in suits. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even consider that, like, corporate level. Because, like, I, I've... Uh, what's it called? I've been to, like, different offices. Like, I've been to, like, J.P. Morgan's office and things like that. But nothing really gave me that vibe of, like, that, like, RGA's agency vibes. Like, if that's how, like, agency life is, like, I, I find that to be, like, very interesting and something that, like, I would want to, like, Oh, yeah, 100%. Well. I think it depends where you go, right? It depends, you know who's there if clients are mm-hmm. in or not but i think for the most part it is pretty casual i wouldn't even say like business casual i've seen i've seen people wear camo pants and like express themselves it, it really depends on agency and the culture but i think that's you know if you're at a creative agency it's almost expected for everyone to kind of express themselves right so i'd say it makes sense and then you know it's, it's nice i could come in like jeans and stuff and not to worry about dressing up every day <laughs> I know you have experience with like other places like NBC in particular. Like, mm-hmm. how do you think that culture is different between like that versus like RGA and even McCann now? Mm, good question. I would say NBC Universal specifically was I would define like I would see as their corporate marketing job, right? I mean, it really again, it really depends which department you're in and stuff like that. But just in general, NBC Universal is a huge beast, right? Um, I had to wear business casual. It was in an office setting. Everyone had their kind of own cubicle. So it was just a very different vibe, I would say, in comparison to like McCann or RGA. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's it's different. It's different because agencies are, it's just a different culture in general and kind of how people approach the job and how people approach management and just stuff like that. It's just, it's different. I would say NBC was definitely a great experience. I think, again, almost in a way, it was also kind of like my big break as well because that was the first big, big name on my resume that kind of, not to say, you know, names everything, but that definitely gave me the confidence of, hey, like, I have worked at a bigger place that can really prove my skills and stuff like that. So I think it was a great experience. I learned a lot and I learned what I didn't like to do. I think that really helped a lot too. Yeah, for sure. Because I know for me personally, I have more experience with like corporate. So I never went into like an agency. So I was just curious because like my first intern, my first like actual internship experience was through like wedding salon and we were right. in a really small office and you were talking I remember you always talked about how close you were to like your team members like your fellow interns and it's something like I still haven't experienced yet and I hope I right. get one day too hopefully yeah no yeah definitely for sure I think it really just depends mm-hmm. so it really depends on time and place because it's not always gonna be like oh because you're an ex agency or ex company you're gonna have a banging team right it really depends on team dynamic your manager kind of personalities too because it's really not anyone's fault sometimes it's just pure compatibility and mm-hmm. i think that's why the interview process for any company or any position is so important because it's not really so much them interviewing you but you're also interviewing them because you're spending your time and experience in life you know 
life force into building their company and their business. So they should do the same and invest in you, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lonica, you still have like a lot of time. Like you don't have to worry too much about it. Like for me, it's like, I think that investing in like having that good like work culture and like a team is so much more ex- mm-hmm. like so much more important than like that name brand company because like i've experienced both ends of it right like i've worked at like uh a small like ad tech company called ogre and like the work was great like i was learning so much there we were the first team to be inside mm-hmm. the office and the last team to get out um i learned a lot but my team never had that time right. to like connect with each other like we didn't we didn't talk much like we were just emailing each other non-stop like mm-hmm. continuous work and then like my time at discovery this past like spring like it's a bigger name corporation but then like the work was like i didn't learn anything <laughs> like at my internship like literally all i had to do was like like i asked my manager oh how do i fix this and he's just like unplug it and plug it back in it should work right (laughs) and like that's like the life of like being an it intern but like my team was amazing so i like now that i'm like recruiting for a full-time job like i care so much more about like the team the manager than like the role itself or like the company y'all just clowning around so i'm used to get a better time but okay obviously okay yeah we were yeah it was (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a fun experience like i don't think i'll ever find a manager like my manager at discovery like he was the coolest guy i've ever met like coolest 30 year old i know till like to date more or less more or less <laughs> yeah is that is that like how your current like uh environment uh, is like yeah, i mean manager. honestly no i would say that's a little hole i fell in right so McCann, New York is a really, really big brand name. Mm-hmm. Like people know what it is, especially if you're in advertising. It has a long legacy, really big clients, you know, just really great, talented people that work there. But I would say my specific situation is a little different just because I wasn't originally trying to interview for an assistant account executive position. It was more for a strategic position, but mm-hmm. basically it got to the last round and the head account person was like, hey, like, I actually think you'd be a great account person. We're willing to open a role for you in account. And if you're willing, we'd be happy to offer that to you. So I kind of ran with that. But because I did that, especially, I think, also for the McCann name, like, honestly, um, I didn't really get to scout kind of who my team would be. And, you know, it's not, again, I don't think it's anyone's fault, but just in terms of compatibility and kind of, you know, personality, I don't think I really vibe that well with, um, a lot of my team members or, you know, might, there might be a big age gap and stuff like that. So that's just kind of current situation. And, and I think it's fair for me to say that because I've experienced what it's like to be in a really cohesive and really nice team because back at RGA, I loved my team. Right? I love my team members. I loved my co- coworkers. I love my interns, fellow interns, and I love my manager. So it's just like, in a way, honestly, it was kind of like night and day just to now. So that's kind of my pros and cons at work now. I think it's a great company. I am learning a lot, but in terms of I love my coworkers or I love my you know, team, I wouldn't really say that as much. That's just the, like my the honest truth for me. And that's what I'm struggling with right yeah. now currently in terms of like trying to build that cohesive bond because I think you're right. It's so important to have a team that you want to invest in and want to care for because I think that that wires up into the work you do and just as a whole, you know, as a whole, you want to just work harder, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, David, you do have a lot of like work experience and obviously it's different now because you're working full time. So you really only have like full time to focus on. And like, obviously 
work-life balance but right. I'm sure like a lot of people are curious especially like me for sure like how you mm-hmm. balance like all your internships with your schoolwork and even being in AK side because I know you had like a couple positions so how did you manage to balance all that stuff out right hmm. I would say in retrospect honestly it comes down I know this is not really that useful but it's really just coming down to just doing it and kind of finding priorities that you want to like value within that semester within a certain time span right so for me reason i even chose you know marketing as a career is because i enjoyed the subject right um i had the privilege of not needing to choose a certain major you know to make X amount of money in the next amount of years or support you know my family at home you know i had the privilege to just explore what i wanted to and i kind of took advantage of that, of that opportunity so being a marketing major a helped me a lot because I was actually interested in the subject. So for me, it wasn't that much of a drag besides like going to class, besides like the pre-reg classes and stuff like that. So for me, um, already I kind of enjoyed certain classes. So that, you know, drove me to want to go to school and, you know, actually attend class and pay attention and contribute. Um, I'm also just naturally kind of a nerd and I cared a lot about my grades, even though, you know, in advertising is not a huge thing, but still, I really just couldn't settle with like below par grades. Um, but that's just me. And then I think KSI again, like the club, right? Honestly, like at its core, it's just an organization on campus for you to join in, um, learn from and, you know, make me friends and stuff like that. Right. But for me, it was, it was much more. I had to volunteer my time for it. You know, it wasn't something I had to do. It wasn't like an obligation to need to join AKSI and do um, brotherly activities. But for me, I think it was it was something I had a passion for. It was something I really cared about and something I really did want to invest my time in. So again, it just came down to passion with Ikisai. And then for work, it was the same thing. Like it wires up to the fact that I wanted to do advertising. I wanted to join this industry. And having a passion for old three kind of made me realize, hey, like if I time manage my, my time properly, if I care enough and I prioritize what I need to prioritize, it'll work out, right? So I think just giving an example, there was one semester where I was working part-time it was one semester i was working part-time i had like you know a full pack schedule for the class and i was uh i think professional director at the time for akisai so it was just like three big roles that i had to play and i voluntarily chose a 7 30 a.m class before i had to go to work at like 11 a.m or something um for, on tuesdays or something and I did that because that class specifically, that was the only time time slot that that professor had. But I heard really great, you know, great reviews on that professor. And I was like, you know what, like, I'm just gonna do it. And I have zero regrets till this day. I think that professor was amazing. I love this class because he was an adjunct professor. And he was, I think he was like a vice president of product dev, of product development at like at and And he really didn't need to teach. He only came back to teach um, because Brooke had given him so much. And I think one of the old professors really helped him along in his career. So he decided to give back and, you know, teach a morning class at Brook once a week. And, you know, he didn't really need the money, but he did it because he really wanted to give back and teach. And I think for me, that was the best way to learn. He wasn't an academic. He was someone who was actually in the field and could give real life, you know, real life knowledge and kind of you know, lessons that, he, that he's learned and, you know, gave it to us to, to kind of absorb. And I think that was an amazing class. And, you know, I even had... I recorded his lessons, you know, don't tell him that, but I recorded things that he said, and it was just really, it was a really inspirational class. And I was really tired. I honestly was. I was drinking coffee every day. It was weekend, 6 a.m. to go to class. Like, that was 
at 7.25 a.m. classic work is like non-existent. No one does that. But I did it because I honestly think just had a passion for it. Also, you're short. I would say just have a passion for what you want to do. Figure out what you're passionate for. I think that's like really good advice for sure. It's like like knowing your passions, but at the same time, like prioritizing your times as well. And like, just like, I guess like making sure you could get everything done, right? Like you don't want to bite off too much. Right. Like more than you can do, right? Like that's something that like, I feel like a lot of us struggle with. Like, especially like, I feel like that's like the mentality that mm-hmm. a lot of like Baruch students have. It's like, right. oh, I need to grind hard. I need to like nonstop. But I think also, I think it's like super important to like also like sometimes take a step back and no, just like enjoy. Yeah, it, I, I know. No, 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 really. Like that's a really <laughs> good point because I agree 100%. I mean, who am I to say that? You know, I was in the same boat as you guys. I was super stressed out. I always wanted like, an internship. I always wanted to work. I always wanted to do something. I couldn't really sit down and just chill. I think it's so important to A, for your mental health, and B, just because life is so short, you know? All just supposed to be the best four years of life, and I think we can all agree on that. Like, obviously, you know, we don't really know. We're all super young, but I look back, and I think it's just such a special time because you can really make any mistake you want, and it won't really bite you to ask that hard. I think especially just because Brooke has such a hustler culture that everyone feels the need that they need to constantly just be working and moving and doing what they can to kind of catch up to the Ivy League, Ivy Leagues, right? And so we're, we know we don't have, the Brooke name isn't, it's not Harvard, it's not NYU Stern, it's not a really big brain name school, right? It's a CUNY and, you know, I think it's a great CUNY, but still a CUNY and we understand that. I think it's just important to also just enjoy your time for friends and like have a good time in college, you know? One internship won't, won't make or break your career. I think it's really I look back in college and it's really the experiences that I've had with my friends and, you know, fellow brothers or whatever, right? Those are the times that I look back, and look back on and I'm like, yeah, like those were the great, greatest moments of my life. Not like time at NBC or whatever, you know? Yeah. So like, I guess like a follow-up to that is like, what, what was the highlight of your time at Baruch? And like, maybe it was like with AKSI or like without AKSI, but like, what was your favorite memory? <laughs> That's not personally what I get, but you know, but I think honestly it was, I don't, I don't have like, I think one specific memory on the top of my head. I would say, just in general, like all our, I, I think it has, just, just has to be AKSI because it was such a big part of my college career. And I decided to, you know, make it like that. But I would say a lot of our, you know, chapter retreats, I think were amazing. Um, a lot of, you know, our special moments with brothers where we were all crying about like how much we miss each other and stuff like that. And, you know, when people were graduating, I think specifically, <laughs> I remember the eight of class, they're they graduating and then, you know, we each have, you know, went up to the podium to kind of speak about like our experiences with each other. And it just really showed like, and like, again, going back to everything, the memories you make with your friends or, you know, acquaintances or whoever, your loved ones are, are that's the most important thing you should really take away from college, I think. Um, you should really focus on because again, that extra class you took, or that 4.0 average you got really won't matter when it comes down to it. But when you're older, I think it's really just looking back at the fond memories. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for sharing that, David. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I bawled my eyes out in front of like, the whole <laughs> chapter. Like, I think, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I really remember just crying for like five minutes straight. And I was just like, yo, is he good? <laughs> like, I'm like, no, I'm not. It was really embarrassing. Though, right? I mean, I, I am softie. Softie. <laughs> Everyone knows now. So. Yeah, for sure. I think I think like I think Lonica could agree with this too. But like I think 
the thing that makes mm-hmm. Baruch so enjoyable is just like the clubs and organizations on campus. It's definitely not like that mm-hmm. school culture. It's more about like who you meet dude. at school. Like, yeah. yeah. Like the mm-hmm. one memory that sticks to my mind is like our trip to Thailand. Like, ooh. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, that... I wasn't thinking about that because that's not really college, but I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, think about it. Like, you know, five, like, what is it, like eight of us said, yo, one semester, like, Let's all just go to Thailand. It was like insane. It was like an insane trip. I mean, it's not it's not podcast friendly, but it was an insane trip. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like it was just, you know like a <laughs> time, and it's like wow, like dude, I, I wish I could travel again. Honestly, oh, uh, that's another thing. Everyone needs to travel. You have the privilege, and you have the opportunities, and you have the money. Do it. You know what I mean? Because study abroad is such a gift, and I'm glad I did it for like three weeks. I think my sophomore year, so that was like an amazing time too. So I would say that's another great moment from college. Study abroad is amazing. Oh, obviously it's a little hard to travel right now. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, like I really wanted to study abroad this winter, but then obviously like with COVID. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> for everyone else, you know, later on when COVID's hopefully over, I definitely recommend to travel because you have the opportunity to, again. It just really opens your view to kind of what what else is out there you know we're always like in this bubble at least for me i was in new york city all the time like i really never ventured out too much and i feel like really seeing what what other people go through and kind of like what life is like in other places you know widens your mind and gives you a more holistic view of life i mean it's lucky that you got to experience like kind of have a fulfilling college life it seems at least yeah i think especially because it's a commuter school right you have to go out of your way at Baruch to make it great if you go to class your homework go to library go home rinse and repeat it's not going to be fulfilling for you right you didn't maximize your four years honestly in my opinion i mean it depends you know if you're more of an introvert that's totally fine but it's like really finding your niche at Baruch and finding what you love to do and i think just maximizing on that right and the best way to do that was for me was joining clubs organizations right especially AKSI I think it's not and not just saying AKSI is the only place to go but it was my kind of calling my way of making college great because I really don't know where I would be if I didn't have like a friend system because you know we're not we're not an out-of-state school we're not a community school we're in the city you have to travel an hour at least for me every day back and forth to go to school it's not enjoyable right but you kind of have to make the best out of what you got yeah, David. So, like, you keep on giving advice about, like, you have to travel and things like that. Is there any, like, place that you really want to travel to once, like, COVID is over and then all these rules and regulations are kind of, like, you know, lessened, I guess? Yeah, I mean, 100%. I think there's so many places, but <laughs> I think we all know this already, or at least you do. <laughs> but, like, my number one place I want to go to has to be Japan. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, I'm going to talk to you or whatever you want to call it. But I think... Because when we went to Thailand, we had a one. I mean, you 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 didn't have it, but we had a one day layover in um, Japan, and this was you know intentional because basically those seven hours kind of just roaming around Tokyo, kind of seeing different things, eating you know like four different meals. It was it was insane, dude. I think like I would love to go back, actually spend like a solid two weeks if I can, just like traveling different cities and kind of you know enjoying the culture, enjoying the food, and kind of just seeing everything. Um, Hopefully, when yeah, I feel like that layover was like a 
like a trailer to a movie for you it's like oh there's so much more i could do you know yeah dude i mean honestly i was so down to just stay in japan and like not go to thailand because like <laughs> apparently you can't apparently you can't even do that like you have to get back on your plane like, you know to go wherever you were supposed to go i mean that makes sense but <laughs> I, I was down to just miss my flight but yeah i'm gonna stay here and like book a flight back like it, it does not matter but it was a uh, it was an insane time i think it was just like it was so beautiful um, it was so cool it was everything i ever imagined and like the food is amazing yeah hey i had a, i had a on my way back i had a 10 hour layover so like me and like the people that i was flying with so it was like warren and everyone like that yeah. uh we just went out but like the one thing that i don't like about japan is just like how quiet it is maybe it's just because like i'm very loud but like i would be whispering and i'm like the loudest on the street and i'm like yo this is this is like crazy well yeah i mean you're obnoxious but like <laughs> <laughs> but, but but still am i though you know and like i'm i'm the same like i'm super loud when i talk but it was just like it was so cool. it was so cool man it was yeah, so it's calming definitely, it's too. definitely like a different vibe from like it's a different vibe. yeah and there's no honking like no one's like uh, it was just it was amazing to see japan in the morning too because uh, we did the same when we fl- flew back from thailand we had another layover in japan and obviously you know you to maximize that went out to get some ramen but i went went out to the airport to get some ramen and it was just like but it was in the morning time this time so it was so interesting kind of seeing like what rush hour was like in a different country, especially in Japan, because I'm telling you, there's no honking. Everyone was like organized, you know, going to work, all dressed up, and it was just like so quiet. And it was like it was such an interesting time. It kind of you know shows you a direct reflection of kind of like their culture and kind of how you know how they are. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere you want to travel to, Lanika? I don't know. I want to. I'm trying to take Justin to Korea soon because he's never been. And when I went this like two summers ago, it was really lonely. <laughs> <'Cause-> <laughs> Because culture is such a thing in Korea, you know what I mean? Like, I was at this pool in my hotel in Jeju-do, which is Jeju Island for people who don't speak Korean. <laughs> and I was literally, like, in the pool with my little brother. And then literally <laughs> everyone else there was, like, with their significant other. Like, they were, like, on top of each other. That's running. so weird, dude. <laughs> I was like, I'm here with my little brother and my mom. <laughs> And these couples here are, like, you know, just, like, so lovey-dovey. It made me feel so alone. So... I mean, you did Jeju Island, bro. I don't know what you expected. <laughs> I guess, but like, I don't know. I'm hoping I can travel soon because Justin's graduating now too. So I want to travel. Obviously, it's a little hard right now. Mm-hmm. And tickets are a lot cheaper now. And I actually have the money to finally go travel. So hopefully. <laughs> hey, congratulations. <laughs> flexing, flexing. She was broke, guys. She was broke. <laughs> no. She had seven, $7 to her name. Like, no joke. So. Very proud of her for finally raising some funds. I'm Yo, well, three jobs right now. Two of them are actually paid. Wow. <laughs> to be <laughs> honest, though, like I feel like we are all in that like broke situation before, so like I can't even, I can't even like. Ah, uh, bro, you were not in single digits, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> you think I wasn't? I was. I was like. Or, or maybe I just wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I flex, David. Do you have a financial podcast? <laughs> financial advice. How to not be broke, but okay. <laughs> Maybe that could be an upcoming yeah, episode. I, I, I would need I would need to listen to that. I would yeah, need. me too. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Traveling. Oh. Once once COVID is over, I just want to travel everywhere. I feel like 
I feel like that's like every like senior's dream though. It's like like right before they start full time to like just travel the world and like see everything. Like that's my dream at least. Like once I graduate. So hopefully COVID like hopefully this pandemic's over. Hopefully it like takes a chill pill, takes a seat back. Yeah. I mean it's hard. It's hard, you know? Yeah. Um even when when that vaccine comes out and stuff like that, like I'm sure restrictions are still gonna be pretty strict. So we'll see. Um I'll say make the best make the best out of what you got. So. Yeah, for sure. Is there is there anything that you want to tell the viewers? Any like last comments? Any last advice? <clears throat> last advice? I would say really. I think just for me, again, looking back at college and kind of like looking back at my life, I just want to reinforce this point of like your happiest moments are really with the people you care about, and I think a lot of people you're gonna care about are probably gonna come from college. You know. I mean, college is my. I think my, a lot of my college friends will be my lifelong friends, or you know, my high school friends will be my well, lifelong friends. And I think really making the effort to keep in touch, making the effort. I mean, don't force it, but making the effort to put yourself out there and really mend those relationships, and you know, having a strong connection with a lot of people. You know, I'm not saying like be a cloud chaser and like make tons of friends, but just have like a really close circle of friends will make a big difference in the long run. And I think it's it's not nothing about you know. It's not a career advice or anything like that. I think it's just like general life advice for me. I think that's what's made me stay sane and confident about like my future. Just having a really strong group of people I can go to, or multiple groups of people I can go to. And um, yeah, I would say AK size one of those groups. So thanks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Man, go make me cry. Oh, no, it's true. I think that's, that's the best way to be happy. I think, you know, just looking back, it's like those experiences you had with friends, those times you couldn't stop laughing. Those times with the Thailand, you know, Aww. that's the best way to be happy. Happiness is the best goal to strive for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cheesy. thanks, Lanka. As cheesy as it is, but it's true. Like, would you rather be like super rich but unhappy, or like super broke and happy? You know, why not be super rich and happy? You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, a great you know, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I, I mean it's it's different, you know. It's different for everyone. Happiness is, is relative and yeah, for sure. And on a person, yeah. Yeah. But thanks again, David, for joining us and thank you for all your stories and all your advice. I'm sure I definitely appreciate it, and I'm sure everyone else did as well. Definitely. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate chatting again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, make sure uh, to follow us on Baruch AK Sai, at Baruch AK Sai on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with this podcast and future episodes. Thank you so much for listening on this episode. Hope to see you guys soon. Thank you. Thanks, guys.